Healthy Girl Kitchen. I am obsessed with Healthy Girl Kitchen. She's a vegan food blogger and health coach. I want to be her best friend. Invigorating conversations with leading experts. Danielle spends her days helping others improve their health. This is the Healthy Girl Podcast with your host, Danielle Keith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of the Healthy Girl Podcast. I'm so excited to finally be launching the Healthy Girl Podcast. This is something I've been thinking about for a while, but I was super busy. I didn't know what the right time was, but now that we've been in quarantine, I have a little bit of extra time on my hands. And since I rebranded from Code Green Wellness to Healthy Girl Kitchen, I really thought that there is no better time than the present. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Danielle Keith. I am a plant-based food blogger, recipe developer, certified holistic health coach, and the founder of Healthy Girl Kitchen, my blog, and my brand. This podcast is going to be centered around health, wellness, veganism, plant-based eating, nutrition, food blogging, business, and obviously all things food. I have an incredible lineup of guests for all of you, including world-renowned doctors, social media influencers, nutritionists, dietitians, food bloggers, vegan activists, and more. I'm going to be starting every episode with a health tip of the day and a cooking tip of the day as a fun way I can provide my knowledge both as a recipe blogger and as a vegan health coach. So to start off our first ever health tip of the day, I want to talk about dairy. Dairy creates a lot of inflammation in the body and can cause problems for people like skin irritations, bloating, indigestion, gas, hormonal imbalances, weight gain, and a lot of autoimmune problems. There are so many dairy alternatives out there now that it's very easy to eliminate dairy and replace it with dairy alternatives. And there's no reason to be buying dairy milk when you can now literally find more non-dairy options in the dairy section than dairy options. So you can get things like coconut milk, almond milk, oat milk, hemp milk, flax milk, pea protein milk, soy milk, the list goes on. I personally love almond milk. That's my non-dairy milk of choice, but feel free to pick out whatever ones you want to try and find your favorite. In terms of cheese, I highly recommend Miyoko's brand. I think it's the highest quality and it has the cleanest ingredients. That's the best cheese to put on something like crackers. Miyoko's and Kite Hill have the best tasting cream cheese. And my favorite plant-based yogurt is the coconut one from So Delicious. And if you want to make your own homemade cheese, I recommend blending cashews and sweet potatoes in your blender. For a full recipe on that, just head to my website at healthygirlkitchen.com. I have a ton of recipes with homemade cheese sauces. I have Alfredo recipes, mac and cheese recipes, and they all taste super good, but they're healthy for you at the same time. And you're going to get all the benefits of the plant-based ingredients while not having the unwanted symptoms of consuming dairy. As for the cooking tip of the day, I get a lot of questions about how to make veggies taste more exciting. Whether you're a mom and you want your kids to eat more vegetables, whether you yourself or maybe a pickier eater and veggies aren't your favorite thing, I have some food blogger tips to make your veggies a little bit better. I personally love roasting my veggies with flavorful spices like smoked paprika, chili, garlic, salt and pepper, maybe even some curry powder. And then it also helps to pair your vegetables with some kind of sauce. So 
Maybe drizzle on some tahini, add a little hot sauce, squeeze on some lemon juice, make a homemade balsamic vinaigrette to pour on top, or even dip your roasted veggies in some hummus. I promise once you add flavor to your veggies, they are so much more fun to eat. Before I start to release episodes with guests, I wanted to share my own personal health journey and my story about how I got here today. My health journey started about six years ago when I was a freshman in college. I was eating horribly and I felt awful and I truly understood why kids start to gain the freshman 15. I attended Michigan State University and MSU is known for their dining halls for being some of the best in the country. And let me tell you, our dining halls had everything. It was truly like going into a mall food court or somewhere so fun. They had pasta bars, pizza bars, make your own sandwich bars, unlimited froyo, make your own ice cream cookie sandwich where you would go, you'd pick out your flavor cookie, you'd pick out your ice cream, and they'd make you your own customized ice cream sandwich. They had every kind of omelet station. I mean, you name it, they had it in the dining hall and we had passes where we could go into the dining halls unlimited amount of times per day. And obviously, as you can imagine, you're there without your parents, you're having the time of your life and you can go eat whatever you want without your parents telling you what to do. So I personally fell into the trap of loving that unlimited food. I think I would have Royo after every single meal. I was ordering late night food with my roommate. We were eating excessive amounts of ramen noodles and microwavable Easy Mac, and not to mention drinking at parties. And after meals, I noticed I was always feeling sick. I would get stomach aches. I was feeling tired, fatigued. I had no energy. And obviously at 18 years old, that's no way to be feeling. I would go to class and then I'd literally have to take a three-hour nap when I got home from class because I had no energy to go about my day. I, for breakfast, was having an Asiago cheese bagel with mounds of cream cheese. For lunch, I was having Alfredo pasta, pizza with all different kinds of gross toppings. I was eating the mystery meat in the dining hall. I mean, I can't even, I'm cringing looking back on it because I was truly destroying my body and eating things that were so unhealthy for me. In addition to this, I also used to suffer from chronic chest pain. I would have this burning feeling in my sternum at the top of my rib cage, and it would burn so badly when I would inhale. And this wasn't all the time, but it would occur randomly. So for example, I'd be standing in line at the grocery store, or I'd be walking around browsing the mall, and all of a sudden when I'd inhale, I'd have this sharp burning sensation. And I'd have to sit down, take a break, maybe eat something, drink water, and wait like 15 minutes before I was able to stand up again without having that burning pain. I went to so many doctors and none of them could provide me with answers. They all just, you know, wanted to put me on some kind of medication or some kind of um, antacid. My chest pain had actually started back in high school and I missed out on a lot of things because of the chest pain. We went on a senior class trip to Israel and to Poland, and in Poland we spent our time visiting concentration camps and death camps where the Holocaust took place. And I remember one day we were at Auschwitz, obviously a very, very meaningful 
hard experience to go through and I really wanted to take it in, look at everything, experience everything that my peers were experiencing. But unfortunately, due to my chest pain, I had to sit out and miss a lot of what we were seeing that day. So more about that later, but basically I was suffering from this awful chest pain. In February of my freshman year, I watched the documentary Forks Over Knives. It's a great documentary about the plant-based diet and its incredible benefits. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend that you do. But at that point, my eyes were open to the concept that diet truly is so powerful. And I was sick of feeling sick, and I knew that this meant I had to make drastic changes to my diet. Now, I am a person who likes to go all in, but... I didn't go cold turkey. My results didn't come overnight. I eased into things very gradually and I slowly started making small changes. So first I decided I was going to cut out any added sugar. So I stopped eating things with obvious sugar like candy and sweets and dessert. So that meant I had to stop eating those customized ice cream sandwiches. I had to stop with the unlimited froyo. And just by cutting that out, I was feeling like 30% better. Then I decided to cut out meat or I would maybe eat fish sometimes, but overall I wasn't eating any meat. And then I stopped eating eggs. And then lastly, I cut out all dairy. And because I was eliminating all these foods, I was eating more of the good stuff. So I was eating more fruits and vegetables than I ever had in my entire life. I wish you could have seen me because you guys, I had to get so creative. I was living in a dorm. I didn't have access to a kitchen. I really just had access to snacks I could fit in my mini fridge, things that I could make in my microwave, and then whatever the the dining hall was offering that day. So I had to get creative. And a lot of people tell me, you know, they have a ton of excuses as to why they can't eat a plant-based diet or why they can't live a healthy lifestyle. I'm here to tell you, if I was able to do it in my dorm, you can do it wherever you are. So to paint you a picture, I was microwaving sweet potatoes in my dorm microwave. I would take raw veggies from the salad bar and steam them in the microwave. I bought these little quinoa and brown rice packets that I would heat up. I would make giant salads at the salad bar. I changed my order actually at the pasta bar from my white pasta with Alfredo to asking for whole wheat pasta with veggies, and I would ask them to skip the oil because, I mean, I wasn't the one controlling the oil. They would put a ton in there, so I just told them, skip the oil, steam my veggies, and add marinara sauce, and I was able to make a healthy option at the pasta bar. And then I would also ask the dining hall for fruit that I could take back to my room. So I'd ask them for extra oranges, apples, bananas, and I would fill my backpack with them, and then I'd bring it home and make a fruit bowl in my room so that I could have easy snacks during the day. And then in the morning, instead of my Asiago bagel with cream cheese, I would take containers to the dining hall. And I mean, we weren't allowed to do this. We weren't allowed to take food from the dining hall, but I would secretly fill up the containers with cut up pineapple, cut up cantaloupe and watermelon. And obviously now I don't just eat fruit for breakfast, but at the time that was really the only thing that was healthy offered in the dining hall. I could have made oatmeal or something like that, but I was always in a rush. So fruit was my go-to. My point is I made it work for myself. 
And after about four months of doing this, day in, day out, being consistent, I'd lost about 20 pounds and I was feeling amazing. I also noticed that my chest pain had never come back. And I now know that the pain was caused by inflammation due to the foods that I was eating. And clearly I was eating a lot of dairy, which was causing that unwanted inflammation in my body. I decided that this was how I wanted to live my life and that I would never go back to my old ways. So I continued eating plant-based throughout my college years. After my freshman year, I moved into an apartment and there I was able to cook whatever I wanted because I had a kitchen and I um, eventually got a car so I could go grocery shopping myself. Keep in mind, I was still in college and even though I was choosing to live a healthier lifestyle, everyone around me was still eating unhealthy, drinking, doing drugs, partying. And so this was really tough at one point because I had decided that drinking didn't make me feel good and that when I socialized, went to parties that I really didn't want to drink. And at first, I was really nervous about what people would think about me or if I would have a hard time socializing because I wasn't getting drunk like everyone else. To this day, I have so much more fun being at a party where I'm sober, I'm coherent, I can remember the entire evening, and let's say someone gets sick, I was readily available to help. And also, on a side note, if you're at a party and you don't want to drink, but you don't want anyone to bother you about it, just get a cup and fill it with anything. Fill it with a chaser that's at the party, like lemonade, put some sparkling water in it or just regular water. If you have a cup in your hand, no one's going to bother you. And that way you can kind of feel like you're a part of things, but you know that you're doing what's best for you and you're not drinking. I don't like anything in general that makes me feel different in any way. So For example, caffeine, I don't like that it makes me jittery and makes my heart race. I have no interest in drugs. I never had interest in doing drugs. Typically, people don't believe me when I tell them that I've never smoked weed, but it just was never of interest to me, like altering my state of being in any way that just really never appealed to me. That said, I'm not judgmental of anyone who wants to drink or smoke weed. That's totally your business. But for me, it's just not my thing. So if you are someone who you feel that way too, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Do what you feel is right. Even if your friends are doing it, it doesn't matter. You have to do what's best for you in the long term. I am not totally sober. So, you know, sometimes I enjoy a glass of wine. I love a mojito. I love a margarita. Shout out to my future father-in-law who literally makes the best drinks and he is always up for making me something fun. But overall, I love how I feel when my body isn't altered by any substance. Anyway, I'm now 24. I've maintained a healthy weight. My chest pain is long gone and I truly feel the healthiest I've ever felt. However, I am always trying to improve myself. No one's journey just ends. I think everyone is continually on their self-discovery journey and there's nothing wrong with always trying to improve yourself. So I'm always trying to make myself better, whether that's working out more, learning how to meditate, um, trying to eat more fruits and veggies, whatever it is, I'm still trying to better myself too. After I graduated college, I went to nutrition school and I became certified as a holistic health coach because I had the goal of helping others just as I helped myself. I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and shortly after that, I started seeing clients and began helping people transform their lives, both in mind and body. 
my clients started requesting recipes and meal suggestions. So I started posting recipes on my website so that they could have easy access to simple, delicious plant-based recipes. I had no idea that my recipe blog would take off. And before I knew it, it started growing from 5,000 people a month to then 10,000 to 30,000 to 50,000 to 70,000, where now I'm receiving about 100,000 page views every single month on my blog, which is so crazy to me. And obviously, I am so excited to keep growing it, but that's where I am right now. Rewinding it back a little, when I was growing my blog, I started receiving brand sponsorships, collaboration opportunities. And I was able to partner with an ad company called Mediavine, which allows me to make money from advertisements on my website. And just keep in mind, I had no idea that bloggers made money, specifically recipe bloggers. I don't know what I was thinking, but obviously they had to make a living too. I I guess before I just thought recipe bloggers put recipes on the internet for fun. I had no clue that you could actually make money from it. So Now I take a very select number of clients for health coaching and the rest of my time I spend working on my food blog. My blog has become a huge part of my income and honestly, I love it. I feel like it's a passion I kind of knew was there but never thought it could be a career. I've always loved cooking, creating recipes in the kitchen, freestyling, coming up with my own recipes. My fiance and his family always make fun of me because I never follow a recipe when I cook. I just put in a random number of things and it just happens to turn out good. When I was little, I used to pretend I was Rachel Ray and I would perform cooking shows for my family. So now it's perfectly fitting that I have a food blog. Again, being a recipe blogger was never a part of the plan, but I'm so grateful that my path has led me here and I can't wait for what the future holds. If you haven't seen, I recently started a cooking series, which you can find on my YouTube channel or my Facebook page. I release one episode per week where I do some kind of cooking tutorial around one of my plant-based recipes that are also gluten-free and oil-free. For healthy vegan recipes, you can go to my website. If you need meal ideas, follow my Instagram. For fun wellness and cooking content, you can follow me on TikTok. And for even more, you can now listen to the Healthy Girl podcast. And for all of those, everything is under Healthy Girl Kitchen. So my website is healthygirlkitchen.com. And same for my Instagram, TikTok, etc. Since this is a new podcast, it would really help me out if you would rate comment and subscribe. Of course, as you continue to listen to these episodes and you're liking them, I would love more than anything to hear your feedback in the comments and it would truly be really helpful if you left a review. And just so that you never miss an episode of the Healthy Girl podcast, be sure to subscribe. With that said, I hope you enjoyed learning more about me and my story. Stay tuned for next week's episode. I really do have some incredible guests lined up that you won't want to miss. I'll talk to you soon. See ya. I feel you.